and it was your birthday last week. It and was. My present has to do with the show, so I thought I'd give you your present on the show. Whoa. Yeah. Um. So we often talk. Wow. <laughs> about how <laughs> I don't have basic kitchen utensils such it's, as a potato masher. Yeah. <laughs> or a rice cooker. Um, whereas you seem to have every tool imaginable. So yeah, I wanted true. to find some kitchen utensils that you don't have. Are you sure I don't have them? Okay. All right. No, um, I'm not sure, but I set myself a personal challenge. Can to I try and, yeah, can yeah. I, okay. There's some adorable emoji stickers on there. <laughs> so some ramen and beer and chicken and a smiley poo. My favorite emoji. Okay. All right. I'm opening it. This isn't theater. This is for real. <laughs> God, what is this? <laughs> An egg hole puncher. <laughs> Do you have one of them? I, I don't. <laughs> so it punches a hole in an in an egg. Yep. For for what? I think it has a magnet on the back too, so you can just stick, oh, it, on stick your it on the fridge, fridge and then easily punch holes in eggs. Why do you need to punch? Okay, all right. Well, I mean, it, it could be a hard boiled egg, and it could like start the process of cracking off the skin, or it could be a Raw egg, and you could like use that hole to make the Greek Easter eggs. Uh, yeah, that's true. So mm. you do your egg blowing. Okay, um, punch tool for dried laver. <laughs> so this seems to be it's called Happy Mogu. Oh yeah, that's for when you make cute smiley face. Yeah, um, sushi. So if I'm making sushi, I can punch a little face out of the nori, the yeah. dry nori, and then place that face on onto the rice yeah that's going to come in handy thank you thank you and what's this last one um that's a vegetable scrubber also very looks a lot like a dog brush yeah like Uh, one of the dog brushes that you um it's like rubber and it like gets the oil in their skin right so i could i could use that on and it also looks it also looks vaguely kind of sus (laughs) <laughs> that one in the corner. Yeah. Maybe I'll share a photo of that later. There's just like a pink rubbery thing and somebody scrubbing something phallic with it. But you know what? I actually like the idea of the vegetable brush because I kind of just use a scourer on my potatoes when I'm washing my potatoes. Who would ever wash a potato? I wash potatoes. <sighs> See, like, I, I knew this would come in buy, handy. You know, like the, the sort of <laughs> the dirty potatoes yeah, and yeah. you want to kind of yeah. do some skin on... Roast for the crispy skin okay. bits because I'm. Have we done potatoes yet? Yeah, okay. Um, thank you, Em. That's I right. don't have any of those utensils, and now I do. I'm going to punch <laughs> so many holes in in eggs. It's going to be shocking. If anyone wants any of these utensils, they're available for two dollars eighty each at Daiso <laughs> or Daiso. I don't well, know how you say it. Thank you for your um, for your generosity. No worries. I really appreciate it. Um, so this week we're talking about saffron. It's a pretty mysterious ingredient um, with a really cool history. That I didn't know much about before tonight. Mm. So, let's talk about it. So, the first thing you notice about saffron is that it's freaking expensive. Yeah. At the shops, you can buy a tenth of a gram of saffron for $13.80, which means the unit price is $1,380 per 10 grams. Which, if my maths is correct, it's $138,000 per kilo. So you could buy a house in the country for that. 
<laughs> Would you rather have a house in the country or a kill or a kill? Off, well, it depends what you're doing with it, but we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah, true. So, um, I'm assuming if you buy it in large quantities, you can get like a discount. So, I found an Australian article that said saffron is about thirty five thousand dollars a kilo, which means it's more expensive than gold. Mm. If it was two thousand and eight. And now gold is $51,000 a kilo, according to me looking up the gold markets, which I actually have no You've idea got a, how I did that. Just a saved search for that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of room for error there. Anyway, let's just say it's freaking expensive. Yeah. And I wanted to find out why it's so expensive. So it's the most labor intensive food product in the world. Um, and I didn't know this, but saffron is actually the stigma bits in the center of these purple saffron flowers. Mm. And more than 150 flowers need to be handpicked in order to make one kilo of dried saffron. And every single flower has to be delicately harvested. Um, and the stigmas have to be picked on the same day the bud breaks and the flowers start to bloom. And they're dried in a warm oven or in the sun before being sold. And... Oh, this is like so historical. It's like one of your facts. <laughs> I need a win. Keep going. Keep going. Iran, the most prolific saffron growing nation, produces nearly 300 tonnes of saffron a year. Um, and in comparison to Australia's saffron industry, we grow like um, 10 kilos annually. So it's basically nothing. Really? Hmm. So, and because it's more expensive than gold, criminals want to get their hands on it, according mm. to an article in the New York Times. Yeah. Um, and there was a family in Paris who had been producing, buying, packaging and selling saffron since 1809. Um, and their saffron was so special that in 2008, three men with automatic rifles burst into the family's plant, Whoa. hoping to steal the stash. And um, the guy who, the wife was wounded, but the saffron remained in the safe. And he said, saffron is much more expensive than cocaine. So after that, we pretty much stopped talking about it. So the lesson there is hide your saffron stash. And also your... Ca- no, yep. Just your saffron stash. Emily, you mentioned the price mm. of saffron and also how sought after it is that people would shoot other people with machine guns. Um, do you know that saffron is also smuggled? No. So... In India, this is an article from the uh, Telegraph in the UK, which I feel like we quote a lot. I think they do a lot of food writing. Thank you, Telegraph in the UK. You're keeping (laughs) us afloat. Uh, In India, officers claim they're uncovering up to three saffron smuggling scams every day as criminals try to illegally import import, um, the aromatic flour from Iran. The trend is being driven by the fact that while saffron costs around £1,100 per kilo in Iran, it fetches double that figure in India. So there's a much more lucrative market for it on the other side of the border. So it's thought that gangs operating from within uh, India and also in the uh, United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia are employing saffron mules to carry parcels of the spice in their hold luggage on international flights. An Indian customs spokesman said the smugglers are operating through carriers which are paid... 25,000 Indian rupees or 365,000 pounds per trip. No, sorry, 365 pounds per trip. The processed saffron powder is packed along with the unaccompanied baggage. He added that the packages, which normally weigh between 3 and 10 kilos, so that's a lot of saffron, Mm. are difficult to trace because scanning devices often fail to pick up saffron. That's 10 kilos of Australia's all the saffron Australia grows in a year. Yeah. 
that's a whole year worth of Australian saffron just wow. being smuggled from Iran to India. So if you are looking to go into um, a life of crime, it seems easier than smuggling, say, cocaine because mm. um, sniffer dogs aren't picking it up. There's no scanning devices to find it. Uh, you can make 365 pounds per trip or 25,000 Indian rupees. I, I think I'm kind of thinking about going into this. And the penalties would be less too, you'd, yeah, well, you'd hope. Well, it's just saffron, right? Yeah. Like, I was just going to make a paella. <laughs> so when something's really expensive, people make fake versions of it mm. to try and make money off it themselves. So like Louis Vuitton bags, Eames furniture and saffron. Um, there's a huge fake saffron trade and basically it makes me doubt if I've ever had real saffron in my life. Really? Yeah. Because like- um, of course I'd only really have like stuff from Coles and I think that there is some imitation saffron available in, there. In Coles? Like really? Well, I don't... Now I'm well, starting to worry. I mean, don't quote me on that, but like it varies a lot in price. Are you talking about the powdered stuff or the stuff that still looks like this, the stamen of a flower? Like that actually looks like a mm, kind I'm of plant? I'm talking about that. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it may, maybe it's real, but... Um, I just feel so lied I, to. Well, it, I can do a test. If I really wanted to test it, I could because now I know how to do it. So okay. basically how to tell if your saffron is fake is you put paper towel down and put the two types of saffron next to each other and then you pour a tiny bit of cold water on top. So it has to be cold. Fake saffron releases its color straight away. So the water turns orangey red. Mm-hmm. And real saffron slowly turns the water yellow. Ah. Um, and then if you kind of move around with your finger, fake saffron dissolves a bit in the water, but real saffron doesn't. Right. Mm. So if it's, it's too, like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. And then another way you can tell is fake saffron is much lighter in color than true saffron, which is like a deep red. And then fake saffron strands are straighter and coarser and true saffron strands are finer and have like a trumpet-shaped end, like a mm. kind of bell. Yeah. And obviously the other thing is cost. So, yeah, as you said, if it's too good to be true, then it's probably fake. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be vigilant. Thank you. All right. Well, we talked a little bit about the color of, of saffron. Mm-hmm. Um, saffron is actually the um, most sacred color for the Hindu religion. Um, It represents fire, and as impurities are burnt by fire, this color symbolizes purity. Uh, It also represents religious abstinence, um, and the color connotation has a sacred meaning um, in the the Hindu religion. So wearing the color symbolizes the quest for light. It is the battle color of the the Rajputs, uh, who are the warrior caste. So it means a lot in India. This is from uh, the website uh, About You might not know that the Buddha taught the first monks and nuns to make their robes of pure cloth, which meant cloth that no one wanted. Types of pure cloth included cloth that had been chewed by rats or oxen, uh, scorched by fire. uh, Wait a second. What's oxen? uh, Like like oxes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought that's what you meant, but I didn't think that they'd be chewing cloth. Yeah. Apparently they were. I don't know if there was a 
Big mm-hmm. problem. Uh, scorched by fire, soiled by childbirth or menstrual blood, or used as a shroud to wrap the dead before cremation. So monks would scavenge cloth from rubbish heaps and cremation grounds and sort of find this cloth that no one else wanted. Uh, any part of the cloth that was usable was trimmed away and the cloth was washed. And it was dyed by being boiled with vegetable matter, so tubers, bark, flowers, leaves, and spices such as turmeric or saffron. And that is what gave the cloth a yellow-orange colour. So it needed to be boiled to sort of cleanse it and they, they would um, add uh, other spices to sort of purify it even more. So that's the origin of the term saffron robe. Theravada monks of Southeast Asia today still wear spice colour robes in shades of curry, cumin and paprika as well as blazing saffron orange. Hopefully they're not still rat chewed, but hey, that's the way you roll. That's the way you roll. Um, As I said before, Iran is where most of the saffron in the world is grown. Um, And there's a legend there that says basically if you eat too much saffron, you can die of laughter. Really? Mm. I can't really find too much about it, but I think it stems from the fact that saffron is thought to be a natural antidepressant in Iran. And there was a study done there with people suffering from depression and they gave some people antidepressants, some people a placebo and some people saffron. Um, And they found that saffron was more effective than the placebo. So it was better than doing nothing. And then they said that, um, quote, a null effect size was evidenced between saffron supplementation and the antidepressant groups indicating that both treatments were similarly effective in reducing depression symptoms. Um, so basically that means that saffron was similarly effective to the antidepressant as well. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's just one study and there'd need to be way more research into it to say that it's actually true. But um, it's interesting to, that that's probably where the laugh yourself to death saying came from. And obviously there's a big difference between reduced depression symptoms and dying from laughter. (laughs) But you can kind of see where it came from. And by the way, I did look up whether it was possible to laugh yourself to death. Mm -hmm. And scarily, there's a Wikipedia page dedicated (laughs) to it, it listing everybody who's died from laughing themselves to death, Um, you know, that we know of. And in 1975, someone actually died from laughing too much while watching the goodies. And in 1989, the same thing happened while watching A Fish Called Wanda. And I've never seen either of them. So I can't vouch for whether they will kill you, but maybe be careful. Yeah, steer clear of British comedies. <laughs> Interesting you talk about the the kind of effects on the brain from saffron. Um, I'm going to take you on a little... I, can't, I got to some dark corners of the internet this morning while I was... While I was researching saffron, um, I started a, a pretty, uh, I guess, a pretty tame article on a, a website called Listverse. It's kind of a listicle site. And the article is called Top 10 Bizarre But True Drugs and Their Effects. And number eight was saffron. So um, this is from Listverse. Saffron is a flower used as a food additive. The Encyclopedia of Psycho- Psychoactive Substances states that the orange yellow flower is known to have narcotic effects similar to those of opium which reminds me kind of takes me back to the uh, coriander episode and the the dizzy corn corn. Uh, saffron actually has an ancient history of use as a drug 
The ancient Minoans used to drink a tea infusion of, of it to get high, and the Persians and Greeks considered it an aphrodisiac. The Romans and Egyptians used it in various medicines. So that kind of, I was like, okay. I hadn't read anyone because I'd read a few things and I'd read about the antidepressant stuff, and but I hadn't read anything about it being a narcotic. So I dug around a little bit more and I got onto a website called drugs-forum.com. Uh and that uh, that then took me to a, a, a website called bluelight.org. Uh, they had a thread called Saffron as a Recreational Drug. And that's where I, I hit upon this post by, I won't say who the post is by. Um, but uh, it says, I recently read a thread on another forum that talked about saffron as an intoxicating drug, which I think was on the drugs-forum. I felt like I was on the Silk Road. I was like, I hope I the so. cops aren't going to knock on my door at this point. Uh, the post goes on. I went and purchased some. It's very, very expensive, as we've noted, and ate about 30 strands of it, <laughs> which is quite a bit. Uh, and in brackets, it's in thin, it's in little, <coughs> it's in little thin strands. Thank you. Uh, I was astounded at how strong it was. It made my mouth burn, but when I swallowed, it hit me fairly hard. I was intoxicated in a similar fashion I would be on methalone or half a strong MDMA pill. It lasts about the same time as methalone too, two hours. So that then opened up a whole other thread of people agreeing uh, and talking about their experiences taking saffron as a drug. And I was like, it was very early in the morning and everyone else was in bed. And I was like, I was just thinking, I got like a whole whole little vial of it out there. Maybe I'll, I'll give it a go. But I didn't. I, I steered clear because I was afraid of some people's responses um, to it. Um, the, the saying, um, somebody said, when I tried it, I was off my tits on it, smiley face. It was surprisingly strong. And they spelled surprisingly wrong. So I was like, that does something to your brain. Uh, somebody else um, quoted the song Mellow Yellow by Donovan, which mm. then made me think, well, that song was pretty weird and seemed to be about being in love with a 14-year-old girl. So I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Um, so I didn't take any saffron this morning, um, but apparently you can get quite buzzed off it. Um, so don't, I mean, don't take it from me that you should do it or not do it, um, but just it's probably in your drawer and look, just be careful if you're going to go there. But also remember that it costs more than cocaine. Yeah, it's true. It's slightly less illegal though. Okay, so what did we talk about? I talked about why saffron is so expensive. And I talked about smuggling it. And I talked about how to tell if your saffron is fake. And I talked about saffron robes. And I talked about how there's a city in Pokemon called Saffron City. No, I'm just kidding. I Don't really wanted to talk about that, but I couldn't go <laughs> fact around it. <laughs> talked about um, saffron as an antidepressant. And I talked about saffron as a narcotic. So that's the end of our saffron episode. And you can vote for who, whose facts you like the best on Instagram, which is Ingredipedia. And you can also listen to other episodes we've done on our website, which is ingredipedia.com.au. Yeah. yeah. That sounds <laughs> something like that. Sorry, I'm distracted over here. I'm gonna, just going to start punching some eggs <laughs> with my egg puncher. Peels the shells easily. Make a hole. Oh, so it must be for hard boiled eggs. Because you wouldn't. Yeah. 
I think it's to help you peel. I think it's to help you peel. Look, we'll let you know. Uh, next week we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll do our uh, egg hole puncher episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>